For this reason, I bend my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom all paternity in heaven and on earth receives its name. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Louis uh, Martin lived in the 19th century. He was the father of nine children, of which five survived beyond infancy. The last of these of the children was St. Therese, whom her father referred to as his little queen. She was thus, as we see, very dear to his heart. Now, St. Therese herself recounts her, how fond her father was to her in her autobiography. She, she tells us that in the evenings in her home, she would, they would have a book read and she had her place on her papa's knee. And there she listened to the book and when it was finished, she would lean on his breast and he would rock her and sing to her. From this brief account, a rather vivid one, we have a glimpse at that beauty which we call fatherhood. It is, it is a gift from God. And by means of this gift, we, are, we can learn to know and love our Father in heaven. We learn his qualities, which he shares with all the fathers of earth. St. Paul tells us today that all paternity receives its name from God the Father. The fatherhood is, is found in God most perfectly. Every father, he communicates himself to his son. He gives him life, and the son resembles his father, not only physically, but he will also follow him in his manners many ways, and the, there is always a great love between a father and his, his son, or there sh at least there should be. Now, God the Father, he has created us to his image and likeness. He has given us an intellect and will, but even more so, he, has, he shares with us, by sanctifying grace, his, his intimate life. and. We are meant to live this life with him for all eternity in heaven. Now, our relationship to our earthly father, as described by St. Therese, that cannot endure forever. We, we must grow up, we must mature, and in a way we are required to withdraw from our father's bosom. But it is the other way around with, our, with regard to our Father in heaven. The more we mature spiritually, the more we love God and know God, the, the closer we draw to him. That, thus it is written in scripture, whosoever is a little one, this is God speaking, let him come to me, and I will bear him at the breast. Upon the knee I will caress him. St. Therese based her whole spirituality, a great deal at least, on this very text. 
And she tells us many ways in which we can take advantage of this, this fatherhood in God, that we look at him as our father. And we have to first learn humility, self-forgetfulness, but always joined to a very great confidence. One special way which she always promoted in order to learn humility, that true humility, is to embrace the faults and defects that we, that we have, whether they be natural or moral, in the sense that the shame and embarrassment which follows from these, nobody, nobody likes that, but we embrace that as belonging to us, and of course always hating any sin that we would commit because of them. But if we, if we embrace them, the embarrassment, the shame, then we grow in humility, and we make the most of these defects which God left with us for this precise reason. And then on the other side, we strive. She would have us strive uh, very eagerly to please our Father in heaven, but not to be discouraged by seeming failure even for a long period of time. She likened it to a child who tries to climb the steps and the father is at the top of the steps and he knows the child cannot climb the steps but he is yet pleased by the efforts of this child. And eventually, when it pleases the father, he will descend and pick the child up and carry him up the steps. And she, St. Therese, says that we, ourselves, we, we may strive for some virtue and we may fail time and time again, but provided we are, we are trying, we are sincere, then we should not be discouraged, but rather have all our confidence in God the Father, who in an instant, perhaps even it will be at our deathbed, that he will lift us up to great heights of sanctity. Now, a good father, he also corrects his children. St. Therese tells us that she, from an early age, was had a very great self-love. And to illustrate this point, she tells the story of her, of her mother, who her mother died when she was only four years old, but her mother, who knew this of her daughter, she one day offered her a half penny, and the condition was that she would, Therese would kiss the floor. Therese, St. Therese, she laughingly remarked that she was so small that she did not have far to reach, but she was unwilling. She told her mother, keep the half penny. Now her father, he, he helped her to overcome this, this defect, which we all have. And one day she was on the swing and her father asked her to come give her, him a kiss. She rudely responded that you come to me as I am the queen. Now her father wisely just left her at this and in time her sister, her older sister, let her know that was rude and then she realized what she had done and she ran back to her father and caught him in the way and repented and she was forgiven uh, readily, needless to say. Now, 
as I said, we all have this, we are born with this great self-love. This is the effect of sin. God corrects that in us by, chiefly by the cross. Unfortunately, we often murmur for the crosses that we have received. And as a spoiled child, we, we will pout and pity ourselves. And then we also forget the, all of the blessings or the good and pleasant things that God sends us. A father must correct, but he always does so gently and with great love. Now God, he, as I said, he often sends us consolations. And if we only need to look for them, it can be fair weather or good food, health, family, friends, some unexpected act of kindness. All of these things, they ultimately are sent by God, our Father, and we should thank him for them and appreciate them. And not the least of these gifts that he has given us are his holy angels. Each and every one of us we know has an angel assigned particularly to us by God. And those angels, they, they love us as a brother because they see in our soul the image of their father by grace. But they also, they love us in a way as a father. That is, they, they are perfect. They see God always. And they are meant to guide us, to help us to reach that same goal. They share something of themselves with us. We should often think of our angels and ask them to help us. They warn us if we are, if we are quiet, they will, they will warn us of dangers to virtue. And also they inspire us to perform good acts. They point them out to us throughout the day if we are aware, if we ask them to help us and we are quiet. That is, we pay attention to the voice of God and of our angel. So let us today recall the many blessings that we have received by our, from our angel, whether they be protection on the road, as is very common, or the blessings we receive from our own father in raising us to the Catholic faith, as the case may be, or even to our spiritual fathers, the priests, or those who have helped us on our way to becoming virtuous and holy. And let us give thanks to God, our Father, always, especially for the crosses he sends us. St. Paul, he confirms um, all of this, which St. Therese teaches us. He himself, St. Paul, he loved to call God his Father. And when he was sorely tried by temptations and he was wearied by his apostolate, he, he prayed thrice to, to the Lord that he be delivered from the thorn in his flesh, as he called it. And God answered him, my strength is sufficient for thee. Hence, St. Paul, he came away with such great confidence, and he said, I can do all things in him who strengthens me. 
And I will leave you now with the words of St. Paul, again, which we pray every Sunday at Vespers. He says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy and God of all consolations, who comforts us in all our tribulations. And God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.